Hey everybody, welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Empire State Conservatives Podcast. That's actually the second time I've done that. It's the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 168. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabe Montalvo and our token vegan Amani. She is back after a long absence. And hopefully we will have Jim Status of the Jim Status Show on with us very, very soon. But before we get started, just a reminder to visit our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com for all of our blogs, videos, audio, and merch, which is guaranteed to make your liberal relatives wish they had obeyed their Democrat overlords and stayed home for Christmas. I, before, I, last thing before we get into it, I want to wish all my fellow Hebrews and Shebrews a very happy first night of Hanukkah. And on that note, Bill de Blasio, you suck. Um, but let's get into it right away. Andrew Cuomo is making news yet again. This guy is the absolute worst. You cannot get worse than Andrew Cuomo. And I feel like we are going after him every single week. Why? Because he deserves it. Now he is talking about not only raising taxes on people, because apparently we're at a huge budget deficit. They're not talking about cutting spending, raising taxes. And he's up for another award. This one is the Ted Kennedy Award which apparently you get for murdering people like Ted Kennedy. I heard it's for leadership, but I'm pretty sure it's for killing people. Uh, Gabe, it, like, what is, I don't understand what Cuomo's endgame is with this. If he's planning on running for president, you have to show people you can successfully run a state, not into the ground, but like run it at like a level where people can live. We are bleeding people. Who is he going to tax? Well, Here's the thing. When you tell people that you're a great leader and you tell people how great you are and you'll eventually just have something in the back of their head saying, you know what, I think he's not the worst type of guy. Cuomo's been bragging about himself for months. Uh, he has a an Emmy nomination, or I think he might have received already, uh, on the way to back up his claims of how great and awesome he is. He has a book, literally, I think, like titled Leadership, talking about how great he led New York through the pandemic, he's telling you how great he is so that you forget about the really bad things that he's done and continues to do. That's not real leadership, of course, but it just makes him feel better. And if it makes him feel better, then, you know, that's why he got up every day telling, telling us the same thing, that coronavirus is bad, wash your hands, wear a mask, all this stuff. Listen, if people are just giving out Emmys at this point, first of all, the president's press briefings were a lot more entertaining. Kaylee McElhinney does it does a great job all the time as the White House press secretary. She should get Emmys, and I'm pretty sure that we should throw our name in the hat for like Emmy podcasting material if they're just giving them out. You know, I, I agree. Know. I think we deserve. We definitely deserve an Emmy. We are putting out high quality podcasting here that the likes of which have never been seen. Never have been seen. I, listen, we stepped up our game from Zoom for all of you wonderful, lovely people. So you see, we're, we're trying here. But again, this is Cuomo stroking his ego. And the more he strokes his ego, it's almost like the better he feels, the better he tries to make you feel about yourself because you know that you're going to be voting for him. I was like, I can't stand him. He's going to be, you know, King Cuomo again if he, I think he's going to run for president. That's going to suck. I mean, Amani, what do you think? Do you think he's going to run for president? And do you, how much do you think Cuomo sucks? Of course, he's being primed to do so. But I think that if he really does want to actually rightfully earn an Emmy, he should have a spinoff of the show How I Met Your Mother, and it should be How I Murdered Your Grandmother. And I think that would be much more appropriate. Um, I think that this whole thing is really just to paint the narrative, set up the stage for him to run for president. I mean, if you look at the media, obviously, he's got his people in the media. He's got Fredo, right? Good old Fredo, you know, who you know, was really sick with the coronavirus a couple of weeks ago. And he, you know, he, he fought it like a champ. So well, props to you, Fredo, for staying in your basement for that long. Um, but they're really just priming him to run for president. Um, most people don't know he was murdering people, well, allegedly, you know, based upon his actions, you could really say he was murdering people's grandmothers and you wouldn't be wrong. Um, do you have something to say, Gabriel? Oh, he's got his... His, yeah. his plate out there. Okay. Uh, uh, let me tell you. Not a switchblade. That's illegal. But let me tell you something. Oh, Frito didn't stay home. I know nothing about weapons. Hey, I'm we don't want Gabe to be a stereotype oh. coming out with a switchblade. I can't even ship toy guns to my house for Halloween. So, <laughs> yeah. Frito didn't stay home. He went out riding his little bicycle. And when someone confronted him, what did he say? 
Oh well, you just shut up, man. He's just just go away. He, he pulled a bike. <laughs> My God, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, what do you mean? You just said to the world that you had coronavirus and you're going to be fighting back and here you are bicycling. Listen, if whatever. Sorry, I just wanted to cut in there because this is just the party of double standards. And again, I'll say this again. If the Democrats didn't have any sort of double standards, they would have no standards whatsoever. Sorry, I, I said my piece. That's, that's how they operate. And they don't really understand... They just don't understand how the government's supposed to function. We, we talk about this all the time. It's they don't understand what the Constitution is. The Constitution is rules for the government. They think government is whatever they want it to be. And they think that they can use taxation as a tool, as a weapon against the people. If you do not have the money to spend, you need to spend less money. And they are literally talking about in the Wall Street Journal. They're all talking about, all the Democrats are talking about, Oh, we should look for ways to raise taxes and raise more revenue. We shouldn't be thinking about making cuts. Are you kidding me? The billions and billions of dollars in debt, and you're not talking about making cuts to your budget? It's it's asinine. Well, it's now. completely asinine. There is no way out of this without budget cuts. There is none. Of course there is. Now, one of the biggest factors to the New York State budget uh, deficit has to be the MTA. And now you might actually get an on your Amazon orders uh, a surcharge for every Amazon order you get to help out the MTA. That's how you bail out New York State. New York State is just full of shopaholics from the everyday citizen, and surely, surely to the government elected officials that we have spending out of deficits. I think we all need a little bit of you know some sort of um, not Alcoholics Anonymous, Shopaholics Anonymous if they have something like that, some personal financial literacy programs. Something to say that, hey, if you don't got the money, don't spend it. Like, these people don't seem to understand it, but yet, God forbid you say that you shouldn't be spending so much money uh, or else you're racist because some brown person like myself isn't going to be receiving that money somehow, some way, I guess. Well, the Democrats admitted that we are broke from Medicaid spending. It is all from people who are on – it's from people who are on public assistance. That's what it is. That's what the that's what the deficit is from before coronavirus. Before coronavirus, six billion dollars in the hole from 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 public assistance programs. If you don't have the money, you can't increase benefits. You can't. You have to make cuts. And then Cuomo again, the whole thing with his raise was just insane because he put the raise through. He attached his raise to the budget. So he essentially went to the legislature and said, if you don't pass my raise, there's no budget. But we were still in debt. How do you pass a budget when you're in debt? He's like a more effective crackhead when he's asking for more handouts. Except this time he can actually like, you know, twist your arm a bit more because he, you know, a powerful crook just happened to become the governor of New York. Yeah, but he's not offering to go down on you for crack. That's the problem is you're not getting anything in return, metaphorically speaking. Would you want to twist his nipple ring? Metaphorically speaking. Oh, okay. <laughs> metaphorically speaking, would you like to twist his nipple rings? I plead the fifth. To Evan, I mean, listen. I think he might like it. What? I think he might like that. Cuomo, he definitely would. That's why he got them things pierced in the first place. Allegedly. Door knockers. If you saw the outline of them, (laughs) like anyone home? Yeah, I I know some some liberals, right? Some some liberals um, close to you know some liberals living in New York, Amani. That's amazing. Well, the ones I'm going to talk about, they're not that crazy. They're just, you know, misinformed. Um, they mean well. They're just very, very misinformed. And I just don't have the time to, you know, do all that, you know, say. I mean, I'm. it's like superwoman. Like, I can't really do it all. Like, I'm trying. But I know some people that actually didn't like when Cuomo, because this was kind of publicized, right, when he, um, a couple years, was this a couple years ago? I don't even know. It feels like it was so long ago. Uh, changed the Tappan Zee Bridge signs and, and renamed it after his father. This is really the thing that pisses me off the most about Governor Cuomo is not taxes, not anything else. He took the Tappan Zee Bridge and named it after his crook of a father. Oh, I'm sure that's the worst thing he and his family have done. Yeah. It, that's not the worst thing. It's the thing that pisses me off the most. They were like, are you kidding me? Our tax dollars to change every sign? Are you kidding me? And I feel like that was the start of something beautiful, where people were starting to see that these people are so full of themselves, and they will continue to be full of themselves because the, me- you know, the media will not hold them accountable no matter what they do. But now they're receiving leadership awards and all of this hippy-dippy stuff. They're, they're receiving him. He's like, so he's 
doing a complete reverse 180. He's branding himself with the power of the media uh, to actually tell you how much of a great guy he is. And he will never stop telling you how much a great, of a great guy he is. But if the president says one thing and says, hey, uh, I did more for the you know minority community than any other president, ha, ha, how dare you? Uh, you know, why don't you go get your, your um, grand wizard or cyclops hood and do something? I don't know. I'm trying to think of something witty here. but I'm You would have to take thing. it from Joe Biden's closet. Thank you. Yeah, probably. Sheets. <laughs> you see, <laughs> and we don't have any writers on this show. so I know. It's I, all I us. It's all us, baby. Emmy. Emmy yeah. nominated oh, in, in my mind. I see smoke coming out of uh, Gabriel, the top of Gabriel's head. Yeah, I'm just angry. And you can this, come back. This is the this is the, the joy and the, the season of giving and to be jolly, and yet it just gets worse every single day. I mean, anytime they say Andrew Cuomo in the news, I just know it's gonna be followed by something terrible. He has not done he has done nothing positive. Absolutely nothing positive. Tell me one thing that Andrew Cuomo did that was positive for our state and didn't violate our constitutional rights. But technically, asking for uh, National Guardsmen to be put under uh to, well, to activate National Guardsmen, and then, well, this is more so Trump's doing, but actually putting <laughs> the federal government to pay for the Guardsmen on Title 32 orders. He asked for a boat. So getting for someone else to pay for I something. One. And this is actually something that I actually really like. It's the only thing I probably will ever like about this man, but it was when he actually defended the Christopher Columbus statue. He's like, no, 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 we're, we're not going to do that. We're not. We're not gonna do that, you know. When he told everybody to stand back and don't even touch it, I was like, "That's the only, the only time." He needs yeah. okay. so one thing, one. one thing, and he just so he, killed, he killed over ten thousand people and completely bankrupted our state and violated our Second Amendment rights. So he gets one thing. And it's one. a statue. Yeah. it's a statue of all things. Okay. What's, what else is on the news for today? All right, let's move on. So as we all know, the left has completely lost its mind. They were out, you know, even though there's coronavirus, they were out dancing in the streets, right? Humping the ground for Joe Biden's win. Uh, well, I just got us kicked off of YouTube for that, but it's okay. Um, for Joe Biden's alleged win, which hopefully will be reversed very, very soon because they are full of crap and they are garbage and they will ruin this country. But, you know, I'm not that upset about it. Um, <laughs> Cynthia, Cynthia Johnson out of Michigan apparently thought that she now had free reign to go on social media and threaten Trump supporters. And not only did she threaten Trump supporters saying they better watch their backs, she also told her followers who are soldiers, I hope it's not the NFAC because all they do is shoot each other, Yeah, that they need to rise up and they know how to handle it, which I'm pretty sure is a threat to go start assaulting and attacking Trump supporters. So it's fine. You know, this is the party of love and acceptance and tolerance, right? If you voted for love, you voted for Kamala and you, know, you voted for Kamala because Joe Biden is can't take a shower without pulling his dog's tail and breaking his foot. Again, how the man is still even walking around is, is a mystery to me. But this woman is completely lost her mind. It's several, several social media videos of her threatening Trump supporters of her going on these weird kind of rants where she's like staring into the camera with her chin diaper on and just being like, rise up, soldiers of Christ. Rise up against misogyny. Rise up against racism. And I'm just like, I'm like, I can't believe this is a rep. This is a representative from the state of Michigan. So what the Republicans in Michigan did was they took her off of the committees. And the governor, Governor Whitmer, who is a giant tyrant, said that they went too far. Even though she threatened Republicans, she threatened American citizens and American patriots, it was too far to take her off of a committee. I mean, the left is completely bonkers that this is acceptable behavior. Gabe, like, how like how do they vote for these people? Is it literally they just don't care who they are? They just vote blue? Correct. That, that's really it. I mean, there's not much else I can say. Uh, we've seen how... So we've seen the lengths of how many, how far these people actually go. And we'll, a lot of us are like, you know, this kind of sucks. And I can almost guarantee you, you know, New Year comes and however many, um, you know, re-election comes up. And we're all like, oh, that was last year. I'm sure they can change. They're giving me candy and shirts and resist. And they're selling me on all this bull crap. So I'm sure they'll be fine now. And then they do it again. Like, wait a second. You were my friend. 
it's it's a very it's a very um toxic abusive relationship and uh you know it, we've seen this with uh with de blasio people are like oh yeah well de blasio's favorability is like down the drain i'm like yeah he still won three uh, sorry two times like there's really not else that i can there's no remedy aside from like hardcore like blatant which is even what we're getting in certain places in the united states like tyranny to happen to really impact people's day-to-day lives for them to be like you know what maybe this isn't so bad but again it's that cognitive dissonance if they don't support the democrats in some certain policies i'm sure others people other people will agree because it is affecting their everyday to their life but if they god forbid say you know what trump said something kind of interesting you're afraid to say that guess what you're never going to admit it you're never you're going to be a diehard democrat because you hate one person and you believe that that one person you given that that individual so much power that you think that he runs the entire country and for that you've succumbed to so much despair so much nihilism so much just of the stupid postmodern thinking that we've been shoved down our throats for the past few decades and you're supposed to sit here and think like well i'm sure it'll be okay no it really won't it doesn't get better because it's like a bully you they keep taking they keep going a little bit further and further taking a little bit of part of you each time they do it eventually there's nothing left for you more to take and you're just going to be accepting whatever comes at you. You take this on bended knee and it's never going to get better. But we talk about this. It's their whole ideology is the problem. They keep thinking that the government's job is to do all these different things. The government's job is to defend the rights of the people. Everything else they try to do, they ruin. They ruin everything else. How's the war on drugs going? What's it going on like 30, 35 years now? It's not going too good. They can't keep drugs out of federal prison. It's a joke. And they teach this to kids in school. They go, well, taxes are used as like, you know, a way for the government to raise funds. It's like, yeah, well, they shouldn't be raising taxes on people when the state is bleeding money and bleeding people and is in a budget deficit. What you should be doing is spending less. But they leave. Everyone leaves New York, right? They're all running away to red states because there's less taxes. And then what do they do? They vote for Democrats. It's, it's complete cognitive dissonance. It, it, it makes no sense. There is no rhyme or reason behind it. And it's it's what's killing everything. It's fueled by hate. Hate for the right. president. Well, Evan is right. It, it, there's a fundamental misunderstanding, and this does come from school. And I always try to uh, kind of reflect back on my experience as a Democrat who used to vote straight down the ticket. Like, I used to do that. Uh, my family members used to do that. I literally, it would be like the day before, you know, we had to vote and I would just go in there. I'm like, the Democrats, because they must be good, right? And this was, and this is not just how I think, it's how a lot of other Democrats think who, or just young liberals who don't really know about how this country is supposed to work, about our history, how the constitution works and the separation of powers. They just think, and this is a perfect example, okay? I literally, it was literally maybe like a couple of weeks ago, we went out to eat. It was right after the the you know election from hell that tuesday um and somebody asked the waitress who did you vote for because they were they were ballsy like that and she said oh well i voted for biden he's like why would you do that he's like tell me tell me something when was the most you when when was the period of the period of time where you made the most money and she said um you know under, under this administration he's like so then why would you vote for joe biden she's like well, that was then, and this is now, and now I'm struggling, and I'm not making any money. Not understanding that these lockdowns and everything is coming from the Democrats, not from President Trump. So it's a fundamental lack of education, and they just want to blame it on someone all the time. Another point was that, and, and this is how Democrats in blue states, you know, when everything is crashing and burning, kind of mislead their followers, they say, oh, it's because of the Republicans. Even though there's no Republicans, I, I don't see any Republicans anywhere. It's always the Republicans' fault. And they're like, look, it's just because we don't we don't have the presidency. We need to have the presidency. And then, then it's like, well, it's because we haven't packed the court. So let's pack the court. They always say it's, it's because we need more of us. We need more of us in there in order to us really affect the change that we need to see. Meanwhile, everything is crashing and burning because of these people. And it's a fundamental lack of knowledge. So you're absolutely right, Evan. Because all they want is more power. It's more power, more government. That's it. And I, my favorite argument that the left uses, I love it. Don't you want health care for paying taxes? No. The government cannot run my health care. I do not want the government giving me health care. I do not want the government giving me anything. 
I don't because they ruin everything. They ruin public education. They they ruin. Look at the VA. The VA is government-run healthcare. Before Trump, it was well, it's still pretty bad, but before Trump, it was a complete disaster. Complete disaster. You want to look at government-run healthcare? Look at Canada. They wait. Was it six months for an MRI? More people die in Canada from waiting than they actually do from the disease itself. You could die of cancer waiting to find out if you have cancer in Canada. Oh, but it's free. Okay, but you're dead. Yeah, and so the the entire point of the Democrats here has been gang mentality, mob rule. That's all it is. It's like we need more of us so that there's less of you. And if there's more of us, we can tell you what to do. Because not not one of them can stand on their own and really fight the power, fight the powers that be to actually make a case. It always has to be, well, if all of us are right, then you obviously have to be wrong because the hive mind says that it is correct. And if you're a dissenting opinion, they need to be done away with. But that's actually the most un-American thing there is because our system was literally set up to protect the minority of people, not race, not anything like that else, the minority thought from mob rule. That is how our country was designed. And they don't get that. And that's why they're so mad every time, but we won the popular vote, but we won the popular vote. Well, that's not how the system is designed. It, they, they don't get it. They just, they really don't understand how the government works. That's a fundamental flaw in Democrat ideology. That is, it's, in, it, I don't know what the word is. You, you can't come together on that. Mm-hmm. I will never, never concede on that because the government is supposed to follow a set of rules, right? We have to follow rules and so does the government and the Democrats don't want to follow the rules. Well, when it comes to what you said about the VA, prior to the radical, I'd say now it's radical that the president did it because nobody was really caring beforehand. Uh, it, people like Ilhan Omar went to the, went and said that the VA was a great system. Now understanding that prior to Trump actually trying to remedy it, you would have people, or sorry, uh, soldiers and, and veterans uh, and service members that would actually wait 154 days for their appointment just for it to get extended again. Because the system was just so bogged down and clogged up. Uh, People were waiting just for some basic medication that they could get over the counter. But guess what? They were offered free health care, not because it was free, but because it's a part of their service to this country. At least they should be able to get that once they leave the service. So after that happens, Trump goes in. He starts doing cuts. He starts making the system actually flow better and allowing for, the, uh, for you to use some of your VA benefits in the private healthcare system. And guess what? Veterans are a lot happier for it and you actually get stuff done and it, the system isn't so bogged down anymore. But you saw people like Elon Omar that likes to gaslight uh, you know, systems and people when, when it's convenient for her or convenient for them, the Democrats as a whole. And what do you find? Democrats, uh, sorry, uh, veterans actually spoke out against this and said, you've obviously never had anyone that served that has to like travel 50 miles out to go to a VA hospital so they can be seen for a, for a checkup or in case they have a cough or something that's not right with them. We shouldn't be treating our veterans that way. Thankfully, the system is being repaired slowly but surely, but it shows how little these people really know and they're using other people's you know, sickness and ill health to try and prop themselves up as these virtuous, caring people. Like we love our veterans. Meanwhile, they did the, the same, same thing person. with COVID, Gabe. They did the exact same thing with COVID, right? It's stay home, shut your business down, right? You can lose everything. Name one one Democrat politician, name one politician that gave up any part of their salary. They're all still getting paid. No, oh, Trump gave up part of it. Well, then again, I, you're, yeah. different scenario. And I believe it was uh, uh, Crenshaw for a bit. He also gave up uh, part of his salary. Both Republicans. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, Democrat. Oh, yeah, he said Democrat. Never mind. Yeah, yeah I mean, beginning of, of the lockdown and, and all of this going down in March, all of the people that I would see on social media saying, stay home, save lives, or criticizing others for the lockdown. Remember that first lockdown, I believe, on the, at the steps of the Capitol with where, where people had and, and um, their guns and were practicing, you know, their, their Second Amendment, uh, all those criticisms that reigned over them. But I noticed that the common denominator was that it was people that had jobs or if it was women, they were stay-at-home moms. So they were fortunate that this virus impacted them very little. And it's not even the virus, these lockdowns, right? Because it's not even the virus itself. The virus isn't shutting down your business and forcing you to, you know, have to decide whether you're going to pay bills or feed your children or feed yourself. It's 
it's these Democrat governors that really just want to, you know, flex their political muscles and show you who's boss and say, oh, it's Trump that's doing this, not us. It's not us. We're the good guys. But it's always people that have lost absolutely nothing, have no skin in the game, right? They, a lot of people also don't realize that depending on how payroll is set up or how people's finances are set up, some business owners aren't even eligible for unemployment insurance. So meanwhile, their employees might still be getting paid, but they're going hungry because of these Oh, hello, draconian lockdowns. So it's always people that have no skin in the game, and it's it's hypocritical. All right, we do have the illustrious Jim Status of the Jim Status <laughs> Show. He finally made it in. Man, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're in the middle of talking about Democrats and their hypocrisy and basically the flaws of their entire ideology um, with regards to what's her name, Cynthia Johnson, threatening you know Trump supporters and telling her followers to you know rise up and take down Trump supporters in the street, essentially. Ready? Yeah, we're ready. Hey, E, what up? Gabe, what up? Uh, Red Phil Carly, what's going on? How you guys doing? Hey, hey and E, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. Um, yeah, so how many examples did I post on my Instagram of leftists beating up Trump supporters to the point that they were like, wait, hold up. This guy is like, he's doing something here. Uh, and then they shut my first uh, Instagram down. Because I had so many videos of leftists beating up Trump supporters and uh, black people beating up white people. They all, we can't have this. So they, they use the whole uh, uh, I'm posting violence to shut me down. And so now I got this new Instagram where I only post uh, basically cultural Marxists uh, being cultural Marxists. But if you're a leftist, if you're a Democrat, you get away with anything. There was that guy from Florida with that Gilliam guy. Gay sex met parties. Gay sex met parties with a gay stripper smoking meth. All right. Overdose, knocked out. All right. With fucking drugs. Uh, sorry for cursing on your show. And then you got this other dude banging a, a Chinese uh, spy. And now you got this lady. All right. Uh, inciting violence, and who cares? Well, you know, the media doesn't care. Nobody says anything because if you're a leftist, you get away with anything. But if you're on the right, God forbid you you you, you forget to pay something at the checkout line. All right, <laughs> they'll, <laughs> they'll hawk you for it. I mean, it's true, and the media won't cover it because the media has their agenda. It's that the the right is evil and the left can do no wrong, and they are hypocritical to the core. It's the, the party of love and tolerance, right? But you don't tolerate anything that doesn't fit your exact ideology. You spew more hate than anyone in the entire world. You call the president a racist with zero evidence. You call for him to be, what was it? We had, um, what's her name? Kathy Griffith, that hack, had held up the, uh, the, the thing with Trump's fake head. And they're, they're making plays about Trump being murdered. And it's just, it's a, it's a game for them. And they say whatever they want, and they can go, no, but you see, you don't understand. I care. I care about the oppressed. So it's fine because you can't be racist against white people. That's what they say. And that's what they push. I think, I think there was like one year of Obama's presidency where people made effigies of him and burned him. And I remember that being like covered like a month. Like, oh, my God, we're in such a racist country. Oh, my God. How did and we literally we elected plays. the guy. <laughs> And we literally have plays where we're assassinating the president, where we have music videos and pop culture assassinating the president, talking about how they want to bang his wife. And it's like, you, you want to talk about respect. And again, it's just the double standard, it's just the, his, the hypocrisy. And and we, we mentioned a little bit about uh, academia recently, or teachers. Um, did you guys see that Subaru Karen video? Oh my God. Oh, that that woman's great. insane. Yeah. She was frothing at yeah. the mouth. Yeah. She was frothing. It was like, like she had a I'm baby. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. I am a teacher. Yeah. And, and, and they love to say, another thing they love to say is that Trump's a fascist. But imagine a home, let's just say, where the dad is so bad, you know. Oh, my God, Dad, let's just call him, uh, I don't know, Joe, Daddy Joe. Oh, Joe is so bad. Joe is so horrible. Joe is so evil. But you're allowed to talk crap about him, 
you're allowed to uh, disrespect him. You're allowed to, uh, 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 you know, do whatever the hell you want. But he's an evil dad. He's such a bad dad, right? So Trump is horrible. Trump is a fascist. Trump is the worst thing that's ever happened. But yet you're allowed to make videos that you want to murder him. You're allowed to talk crap about him. You're allowed to lie about him every single day. But he's a fascist. Don't these leftists understand that if he actually was a fascist, you wouldn't be able to talk crap about him. You wouldn't be able to paint him in a negative light. He right, can 100%. make sure you media only says positive things about him. Yeah, because if you're oppressed by a fascist, and you can't speak. Oh, sorry, Bonnie, you go. Bonnie, you wouldn't be able to drive with your car with your license plate and registration on it. You have a sticker that says "fuck Trump." Excuse me. Was that right? Like, come on. No, but it really does, and they are hypocrites because everything they say, it's basically the opposite. Because they're the ones who want to shut down speech. They're the ones who want to who want to institute more restrictive government. The president has done nothing but follow the system of federalism. He allowed the governors to run their states. How is that a fascist? And if he was a fascist, the second that you spoke out about him, guess what? You disappeared. That's what happens in a fascist country. Or you get punched in the face for marching with a Trump sign. Oh, wait. I forgot. Antifa's supposed to be anti-fascist. It, it, it's Trump. Have you guys seen the Antifa mugshots? It yeah. looks like it looks like the group of, of people that Batman beats up in every episode. Jesus Christ, these look like the most degenerate, freaking unorganized scum of the earth people. I mean, you know, whatever if I'm all for freedom. Okay, you know, you wanna paint your hair, you wanna put some piercings on, you know, whatever, you wanna get some tattoos, but they go overboard with it. You know, they get like crazy piercings, their hair's all disheveled, but all these weird colors, face tattoos. And these are the people that want to take and uh, make rules for the rest of us. They also say capitalism is evil because they can't find a job. Meanwhile, they have a bar sticking through their nose. Yeah. Well, these people yeah. are not even comfortable with themselves and their lives. And they're so miserable at that fact that they want to tell you how to live yours. And speaking about capitalism is evil. Uh, the Pope is trying to, uh, recently, breaking news, if you will, the Pope is trying to make capitalism more inclusive. It already is inclusive. Yeah, well, tell that to the Pope. <laughs> this whole globalist nonsense, it's all, because it's all about globalism. You can't have globalism with free markets. It doesn't work that way. You have to force people. And that's why the whole Brexit thing was looked at as like, oh, the British people are so stupid. They want to leave the European Union. Half the countries in Europe have been broke for a decade. Why would they want to prop up everybody else? It doesn't work. It never works. They can't yeah, look, look. It. it never works. Yeah, look how things look how things worked before capitalism. It's uh, I'm bigger, stronger, faster than you. I kick your ass. I take your shit, and it's mine. And f you. That's how things worked before capitalism. After capitalism, free trade. What do you do? You have a product or a service. You want to exchange it for a money and that's it, right? Uh, and then the thing is, capitalism is evil and racist and misogynist and sexist and whatever. Um, so how good would my business do if I kept turning down anyone who wasn't, let's just say, Dominican? All right, I'm Dominican. All right, I turn down all dollars from people that aren't Dominican. Is my business going to succeed? So that's not capitalism. The capitalist uh, is looking to um, do what's best for his business. And it's not good for his business to turn down black money, white money, Asian money, Jewish money, female money. Uh, you know what You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it really, capitalism is what makes people more equal. And the problem is they prey on people who don't understand economics, people who don't understand government. And those are the people that flock to the left. It's like Gabe said, it's people who aren't happy with their own lives. Every single person I know who's a hardcore leftist is not happy with their life or where they are right now because, okay, how can I make it better? Well, the government can give me a thousand dollars in universal basic income every month. That will make my life better, but it won't. And they think that it's all monetary and they think, oh, everyone should be the same, right? It's so life is so unfair. I feel so terrible. And then all these people are suffering. I'm going to stand up for them when in reality, it's not what's going on. It's it's delusion, it's cognitive dissonance, it's a real issue, and it doesn't lead to anything better. 
Because how are you going to be better? How are you going to feel more fulfilled if you shave half your head and get $1,000 a month from the government? You don't work, you have no personal relationships, and you sit at home with your cats picking up their crap out of the litter box. You're not going to be happier. It's not the way human beings function. And that's why the lockdown's been so terrible, because we're not meant to be locked down. We are meant to be outside. We are meant to be social creatures, as much as I hate people so much. We are meant to be social people. We are not meant to be solitary. And everything the Democrats have done for decades now goes against human intuition. And you can't, people are not going to be motivated. They're talking about creating wealth tax in New York. First of all, all the millionaires and billionaires, most of them are already gone already. Who are you going to tax? And then what you're going to do is you're going to destroy their wealth. They're either going to leave or they're going to stop investing in businesses. They're going to pull but, all the but money Evan, out. Evan, that's it. Cap- capitalism destroys the, the 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 climate and the world and the environment. Meanwhile, evil capitalist America, which isn't that capitalist, but evil capitalist America has the smallest footprint than any other country in the world. Yep. It's true. And we're the only ones reducing in emissions. China's increasing. India's increasing. All these places are increasing. All these places with socialist communist systems, they all increase their footprint because the government doesn't care. The government does whatever it has to do to get by and it only protects itself. Don't you guys love how Leonardo DiCaprio, like, you know, filmed something about climate change, hopping off his private jet, right? Like just like 20 private jets, flies around, you know, emitting, emitting. I can't speak today. You made all of these uh, fossil fuels and, you know, uh, damaging our, our ecosystems and comes out and tells you to fight to work. Like, are you kidding me? But they're also you know, always wrong. Look at Al Gore, right? What did Al Gore say when he made an inconvenient truth? We have 10 years and the country and the world's going to be destroyed. Okay, okay. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And then what was it? Um, I think it was April 2019. We have 14 months to save the planet or we're all going to die. Okay, well, that was like 16 months ago. So now it's too late, right? So now we can just do whatever we want because it doesn't matter anymore. They're always wrong. They've been wrong for decades. These climate disaster people have always been wrong. Should we protect the environment? 100%. This is our planet. We need to protect the environment. But you don't do it by taxing people into poverty. You don't do it with government overreach. You do it through the free market. You do it through allowing people to who are who want to be environmentalists who want to do this allow them to create technology to help us instead of forcing things like windmills that don't do anything and all this other nonsense they don't want nuclear power okay yeah and, and you know what else i love energy you could possibly have you know what else i love evan the this vague term it's just so vague in general climate change first it was a uh, global warming then global cooling or whatever or what whatever they, they were saying. We're going to have an ice climate change. So that's so vague because since the five billion years of, uh, of, of the Earth's existence, it's been changing. It, the, the Earth was literally a ball of fire, a ball of like this molten rock at one point so yes it's changing and then we had an ice age and then we had like we've we've gone through a million stages so of course the climate is changing why because the earth doesn't revolve around the sun in a perfect circle it goes away a little bit and it gets closer and it gets away and it gets closer and also the energy output from the sun isn't stagnant. Isn't like, you know, I, I release this much energy at all times. Sometimes the earth, the, the sun releases a little more heat, sometimes it's a little less. So of course the climate and the earth is always changing. So they use this vague term in order to justify what they're doing. You see, we told you the climate is changing. Like, yeah, no shit. It's been changing for 5 billion years. I don't want to get too off track about what we're supposed to talk about today, but I but I agree with everything that Sad is saying because I recently did a project and Amani knows about it uh, about climate change and we should definitely do an episode on that later on. I thought you were going to say you built a solar system with the string and the. Oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. But I have to say, after doing my research, I just, I just say screw the polar bears, and I'll say why in another episode when we actually cover it. But uh, these. These people love to try and make themselves feel better about everything. And no matter what it is that you think, is, you might have a different way of, uh, of looking at it. And if you don't ex- exactly agree with everything they say, you're wrong. And how dare you? And you need to be silent. You need to be ostracized. And that's no more proof than we 
should look at right now is what's happening with YouTube. Uh, the CEO, I, I forget her name, but she's putting out a statement saying that if you make YouTube videos against, uh, you know, calling out voter fraud, because apparently there's nothing of it that exists. There is voter fraud gonna... and Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. Well, they're going to delete your videos on that. They have to censor you on that. We're already live. They can't stop me. <laughs> okay. Well, if you were to upload this, they will delete it. We'll and, see. Yeah. It will be uploaded. We'll see if they delete it. And with what's happening with, with what uh, Status has said, John Stossel created a um, a recent, um, wasn't it wasn't a COVID uh video it was another like recycling uh energy type of uh, video and a clean energy video and they flagged his video they flagged it they said oh well you know here's a link to uh you know climate change and its effects on the on the planet and whatnot and stalsa literally says like this is your science we're literally using things that you said against us would you care to come on the show and defend yourself and they said Nah, we, we don't need to do that. I mean, only one person came out and said, you know, we kind of like, we, we see why, um, like we can see why they said to flag it, but it wasn't 100% correct. So that means it wasn't 100% false either. If we, if these people love to believe in science, as they've been saying for months uh, and for years at this point, because uh, if you bring in the whole abortion debate, we have to realize something. These people are not only worshiping science, but they're giving up on the principle that science is constantly changing. The point of yep. science is to find new discoveries. Newton's laws are being challenged. Um, uh, Epstein, Einstein's laws are being challenged. Hawking's uh, laws and theories are being challenged. Gravity still works, Gabe. I just tested it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, be before we uh, we uh, move on, and I, and and then what I'm about to say becomes irrelevant. Uh, but what they were saying about va uh, being vague, they're very vague, very open, very general. Like for example, pay your fair share. That's very vague. That's very open. Very. What does that mean? Pay your fair share. The rich need to pay their fair share. Well, the top one percent of earners pay fifty percent of all taxes. So, wouldn't their fair share be the top one percent pays one percent of all taxes? So they're very vague with what they say. You know, uh, uh, the climate change. Pay your fair share. Love is love, Evan. Love is love, man. It's just so. What does that mean? Where do we draw the line? Where is love? Love. Oh, you can. I mean, if you're a girl, you want to bang ten guys a day. Go ahead. It's not. There is no line. Be, They're constantly. Go ahead. And it's like, where do we draw the line? You want to. You want to bang kids. Oh, where do we? Like, where is love? So. They use all these vague and general terms in order for their ideas not to be challenged. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, it's the same thing where they, you know, when Black Lives Matter, the organization was created. It's, oh, hey, let's make this extremely racist and violent organization. And we'll name it Black Lives Matter because anytime anyone criticizes us, we like, oh, how dare you say Black Lives don't matter? It's like, well, we're not saying that. Of course they matter. 100% they matter. Your organization is a racist Marxist organization that causes violence and doesn't actually do anything to help black people at all. All their yeah. money goes to the DNC. Yeah, yeah. So it's very vague, very general in order for it not to be challenged. And yeah, you have a point. You say Black Lives Matter, but don't look at the title of their name. Look at their actions. Look at what they do. Look at what they fund. That's what you need to look at. And it's not that it's not that we're saying that Black Lives don't matter. It's that we're saying, yes, Black Lives Matter. But why are you guys doing this and this and this and this and that? No, 100%. All right, let's get into the last thing really quick while we still have some time. Um, oh God, Bill de Blasio. Again, we talked about him before. Everyone hates Bill de Blasio. He somehow still manages to get elected because it's New York and in New York City, and it's bluer than the freaking Caribbean Sea. And this is another guy, once again, going after the Jewish community, this time for holding a funeral. He is claiming that he will send in the NYPD to shut down synagogues permanently, permanently. So, so much for religious freedom, right? But, you know, you can celebrate a Biden win. You can riot. You can burn down businesses because you're pissed off at the police in another city that are that's also run by Democrats. But, you know, God forbid you hold a funeral for somebody. It, it's the whole thing is completely asinine. This guy operates. It's like he picks something out of a hat and he goes, what am I going to screw up today? And that's just what he does. 
And the real problem that people don't see is the Hasidic community, they are very much, they very much keep to, keep to themselves. So the whole coronavirus thing, they had a lot, they had some spread throughout the community and they had very few deaths. And they essentially were like, we're going to keep doing what we do. We don't interact with many people out, really that many people outside of our community. So it stays within our community. They had, if they were running around without masks, right? And the masks work, right? Apparently the masks work. That's what they say. And they were just running around without the masks on. Shouldn't all the Hasidics be dead? Shouldn't any Hasidic over the age of like 30 be dead? But they're not. They have a very low death rate. And it's, listen, we had this before when the lockdown started. He allowed a a Muslim group to have their holiday. He even brought in food for them. But he will not allow Jews to have a funeral. And it's not about, oh, they're just being selfish. No, it's about freedom. It's about living your life. And we talked about this last time. This whole virtue signaling with, oh, you just stay home because I, I stay home because I care about everyone, right? I wear the mask because I care about everybody else. You should wear the mask because you should care about me. It's not what it is. It's always about yourself. These people are all selfish people. And it's amazing that they that Bill de Blasio just keeps going after the Jewish community. I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, let me comment on the masks real quick. Um, so I don't disagree with the masks. I think it just should be a personal choice, a freedom. Exactly. If, you, if you want to wear one, you wear one. If you don't want to wear one, you don't have to wear one. So, Evan, let's just say you're wearing a mask. All right? We don't know each other. We're both in the store. You're wearing your mask. You're protected, righty? So No, but my mask doesn't protect me. That's yeah, the funny so, part. So, it only protects you. So, <laughs> but, okay, so I walk in. I don't have a mask. Why are you assuming that if I don't have a mask, I'm going to be all up in your face? Because, and they also want us to assume everybody's sick. And, and, then, and then the thing is, and then the thing is, so you don't have, so you have a mask. I don't have a mask. Now you're going to approach me about not wearing a mask. I'm minding my freaking business, listening to music, just looking at the items I'm going to buy. Now you're making me talk. Okay. Now you're making so if the coronavirus spreads by air or by spit or whatever. So I'm here minding my freaking business. All right, I'm not next to you. I'm, you know, I'm not in your personal space. Now you're making me talk to you. So it's like. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Gabe, what do you think? I think he's, uh... wait wait a second. Is de Blasio really Italian or is he German? I'm pretty sure he's like... German. Okay, because I think he's, uh, you know, channeling the, uh, the old country, uh, the fatherland into his views, you know. Listen, you can you certainly have happy Hanukkah, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, yeah. No, <laughs> but I, I think he's like trying to incite some sort of crystal knock eventually. Uh, I mean, De Blasio and Como were taken to the court several times over this exact same reason, uh, this exact same thing. You cannot impede on people's rights to practice their religion. A funeral isn't just you know you put someone in a box or you you burn them uh, their corpse and you ship them away somewhere. This is strict. It, most times it is. Four, I'd say nine times out of ten, it is with religious intent to ensure that they have a pass, uh, a safe passage to reincarnation, the afterlife, whatever it is. There are guidelines set by you know religious figures and authorities that say that this is how you do it. So, if people would like to celebrate a person's life and venerate through their religious practices, they have the absolute right to be able to do so. While people burn down cities, while people take, while these other people take over bridges, while they celebrate in the streets because of what they support you shouldn't go after those who are doing who are practicing their religion relatively to themselves they're not telling you to accept them they're not telling you to venerate the person who died they're not telling you to kneel for this for the person who died not like what we've seen from the left again it's these double standards that are being enforced upon the greater population or sorry the, the, well i would say greater population because you have the elitist class of these liberals up here telling you what to think and how to feel and you're going to have a rise in anti-Semitic views, and you're going to say, "Well, look at these Jews out here." And you're going to, once as soon as you start saying that, you're dividing the country more and more. And somehow you're going to blame Republicans for it, but you're still you're dividing country the country more and more to be distrustful just because they might not happen to share your same cultural or ident or uh, you know I, uh, identical values. Amani, any last thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like we are being slammed from every direction. We've got Cuomo, we've got Wilhelm. How do you pronounce it, Gabriel? He's good with the. Oh, Fjord Wilhelm. 
<laughs> yeah, we're just being slammed from every direction, but I can't wait to get out of here because they will no longer receive my tax dollars in the next couple of years. And I'm going to just walk away as I throw the lighter behind me and everything explodes and I move to Texas or just somewhere where freedom, well, actually, if it's in the next couple of years, I might have spoken too soon unless, you know, they nationalize everything, every industry, you know, get rid of private property. We're in communism, kind of screwed. But yeah, I, I hopefully something changes in New York. If not, we should all leave. We should. Yeah, well, I'm not going anywhere. But um, oh, I wish I could, but I can't for other reasons. But guys, that's a great place to end. Um, Saddest, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find more about you online and about your show, The Gym Status Show? Uh, the Gym Status Show is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Um, I got two Instagrams. I got one that I post just myself because I'm not allowed to post anything uh, controversial there because they already sent me like this long email saying that, they'll, they'll, that they're going to shut that Instagram down. So I got to, you know, play by the rules, but I got uh, the backup Instagram, which is growing slowly. And uh, I post uh, just leftists and liberals uh, just being being leftists and liberals. Let's just say that. OK, so uh, you could catch me on Instagram, Jim Status or the dot Jim Status on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Apple, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, all the places that you find us, you can also find Jim. Yeah, and I, I would. I'm on YouTube, but I've been on YouTube for three weeks and already got uh, two strikes. That's how raw my show is. That um, I'm like, you know what? Let me give this YouTube thing a try. I upload a few videos. I'm like, okay, it's it's picking up. Boom, strike. Boom, another strike. And I'm like, they barely let us on YouTube, Jim. Says I knew they weren't going to let you. <laughs> Amani, why don't you tell the folks where they can find you? You can find me on Instagram at redpilledicarly. And Gabe's 3,000 handles. All right. Listen, you can uh, follow better content than this mensch on a bench over here. Uh, at, get <laughs> at, uh, on Twitter, let's do that one first, at Baron underscore Montalvo, B-A-R-O-N. Uh, on Instagram, at Baron.Montalvo. On the pages tab of Facebook, Gabriel E. Montalvo. Great stuff there. Send me a message. We'll have some great discourse. And if you support Hispanic conservative movement and your New York state uh, or city, please uh, check out Republican National Hispanic Assembly, New York chapter on Facebook and on Instagram. All right. And make sure you follow us, guys. If you're not watching the video, if you are watching the video, the ticker on the bottom has all of our social media. But if you are listening to this, make sure you follow us on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, and on Parlor at Empire State Conservatives. And make sure you check out our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com, with links to all of our blogs, shows, merchandise, all that stuff. Again, all of that goes back into fighting leftist oppression in New York. I am determined to fix this state. I know Imani's running away. I'm not going anywhere. We are going to continue to fight. It does not matter what happens with this election. We will continue to fight. So for that, everyone wash your damn hands and don't let fear take your freedom. <laughs>